Welcome back to another episode of Clubhouse Chatter. It's just me today, Clive, and I'm with Mike Steffen, Canisius baseball player, first baseman and outfield, right? Yep. It's nice. It's nice. I got I got a load of questions for you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Ian sent you them. Um, mm-hmm. You want me to go in order, or do you want to you want me to go with any question? Any question, fire away. I'm open to whatever. Let me hit you with a hard one. <laughs> Here, we'll, we'll start with the start of the year. What was it like when you hit two home runs off of Pitt and went three for five? Did it motivate you for the season? Did, did it like, you know, catapult you? For us being a small mid-major school, when we get those power five opponents on our schedule, it's kind of the ones you circle, you star, and you get ready for those because we want to you know, show that we can compete with those teams. So to come out there the first game and just be able to contribute to that win – was really awesome and it just you know it kind of set the stage for our season because it showed that we can play with anyone we can beat anyone and you know especially in the game of baseball anything can happen so that's kind of something we're taking into this weekend that um you know we can play with these guys and if we play our game and stick to what we know how to do then you know if we get some bounces we can definitely win a game so yeah it's good it, Pitt, Pitt's not a bad team I think they made a run in their ACC tournament yeah, they did. They ended up uh, – they lost in the tournament Semi. semifinals, I believe, to, to UNC. NC State. Or NC State, yeah, and then NC State NC lost State. to UNC. Yep. Yeah, no, they were good. They had a they had a solid team. Yeah. Um. So what was it like for to be Mac first team this year? Um, it was awesome. I mean, it was just a, uh, a tribute to – um, you know, what my team has allowed me to accomplish, not just myself, but, you know, a big part of that was the RBIs I had. And when you got guys in front of me getting on every single at-bat, then, you know, it makes my job easy. So uh, it was nice, but it was, you know, for me, why I play, it's not about the statistics. It's not about those honors. It's about, you know, hosting that trophy and putting a ring on our finger last weekend. So that's what it's really all about. So just to get that was extra, it was special, and it was, it was really important for me and my family. But at the end of the day, uh, the championship that we brought home to our school is is most important. Are you um you're a super senior, right? Yes, yes. I came back to get my master's degree. So your fifth year. What do you what do you major in, or what did you major in? Uh, I got my master's in finance. So I was a finance major in undergrad, and I just got my master's in finance. Nice, nice. You after after baseball, do you plan on playing, or do you plan on working in the sport, or you just go? go find your own thing. Um, so I actually have a job lined up. I'm moving out to, you know, funny, I was going to mention this on the podcast, but I see you're a Seattle Mariners fan on the page. Yep. Um, I'm moving out to Seattle in the end of August. Uh, I'm working out at Microsoft out there. So moving across the country from Buffalo to Seattle and going to enjoy my time out there. That's me. That's it's culture shock. It is. It is. And it, it'll be weird getting away from baseball and not playing or being around the sport, but. I'm sure I'll find myself at plenty of Mariners games. Yeah, Jesse Winker's a Buffalo Bills fan. Yes, he is. You got that right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, here, let me just. I gotta mark down which ones I asked you already. What was it? What is it? What's it like to clinch a spot in the regionals? Yeah, it was. First of all, like when we think about winning that championship, it's all about that tournament. That week, it was from. Tuesday to Sunday, we ended up finishing up on. So 
we really wanted to win that championship. You know, that's obviously what every team works for all year. And then, you know, to know that you have an automatic bid into the NCAA tournament is pretty cool. And just, you know, the whole selection show process, kind of taking guesses, taking picks, you know, where we're going to go and play. It was just a whole, it was a really fun experience. And it was a, it was a quick turnaround between getting home from our conference tournament in New York City to now being down in Miami yesterday morning. So um, it was really cool. I personally was really excited to go to Miami. Um, I have a, I have some family down here that's going to come and watch me play. Um, but, you know, really anywhere that we were, you know, that we'd be picked to go would be cool and a, and a special experience for our group of guys. So we're just excited to play some baseball. That's real nice. That's real nice. Um, what was more thrilling was like winning the 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 Mac or was it more get like knowing you get to go play on the big stage? I mean, it's it's kind of a combination of both. You know, because winning the MAC gets you to be able to play on that big stage because schools like us, you know, there's no real uh, at-large bids um, for our conference. But I guess it's a combination of the two. You know, winning the ch- winning the championship gets you to, you know, be able to play in a regional and try and work some magic there. So it was a really cool experience, and you know, it's especially from for being my last year, it was a it was a perfect way to go out. You so y'all had a in in the middle of y'all season y'all played a big fourteen inning game against Niagara, and mm-hmm. then how was how it like to um kind of I, I don't remember if y'all won or not but you know beat them very convincingly in the conference tournament. Yeah, so I don't, I'm not sure if you know the kind of the geography around it, but Niagara is about twenty five minutes from Canisius from our school. Yeah, so they're always been our rival in every sport, um, kind of that crosstown rivalry. So. Um, that was the Sunday game, the Friday and the Saturday game. We lost to them. Um, you know, anytime you lose to a rival, it's, it doesn't sit well with you. And then in that Sunday game, they took a, uh, it was a two run lead and maybe the 12th inning. And then bottom of the 12th, we punched back and score two and then walk it off in the 14th. And then from there on, we kind of just carried with it. And then, you know, once we played them in the conference tournament, we knew that, you know, we owed them one from that weekend. So, it was pretty cool to see our, you know, our pitching staff do what it did and for our bats to get hot and for us to, you know, like you said, beat them convincingly and just carry on with the tournament. Um, When – did you ever get to play against Matt Brash at, at Niagara? Yeah, I did actually. Uh, I played against him my – I believe it was my sophomore year. I remember we played at their place and he started and, you know, there were tons of scouts in the stands and – I actually beat him that game. I remember that. I got a hit off him. So that was pretty cool. But he's a special That's player. He's, he's really fun to watch. And, you know, I'll be following him and I'll be a fan of his, you know, especially during my time in Seattle. How how did it feel, like, just to – I mean, y'all, after y'all's first two games, y'all just wiped through the next guys in the mm-hmm. conference tournament. How that feel? How does that motivate you for you you know, know, regional? From my experiences in the conference tournament, it's kind of, you know, whoever gets hot at the end of the year. And this year, that was us. You know, our bats were on fire. I think we scored something like 43, 44 runs in the four games. And our pitching was phenomenal, just getting outs for us. So, um, you know, once you combine those two, it's it's you're going to be tough to beat. So after those first two games, and um, that third one was really the big one because then you either get sent to the loser's bracket, have to play a game, then beat a team twice, or you have to get beat twice. So by that point, by that fourth game, we still had a strong bullpen and guys ready to go, whereas the team we were playing Ryder, uh, they were a little depleted from playing an extra couple games, but um, 
you know, we just carried that momentum throughout the tournament and into this week. And kind of that helps us with that mentality that, you know, we're coming here to play baseball and we're coming here to compete and have fun. And, you know, we can, we can play with these guys and we're going to try and prove to everyone that we can do that. You, you made a, you made a pretty big jump from the 2020 season or 2021 season, 2022 season. What, mm -hmm. what'd you, what'd you change to make yourself better? You know, so during the 2021 season, it was kind of weird with everything uh, with COVID. So I know my house was shut down for a few weeks. Um, I had an injury in there. Um, it was kind of just really on and off between what was going on, whether you're in the lineup or not, whether you're even playing or not. Um, so, you know, coming back from my fifth year, I wanted to prove to myself that, you know, I was capable of more because I knew I was. I had done it before. And so um, I kind of just was allowed by my coach to get in a rhythm and just be free to go play. You know, I didn't have to worry about was I going to be in the lineup or not? Was I going to play here or there? I, you know, I could just go out there and play. And when you don't have to really think about anything else and you can just go play the game, you love it, it becomes a lot better, a lot easier, and you're a lot less hard on yourself, that's for sure. And I think that was a big contribution to my success. What was it like playing during the 2020 season when it was canceled? And then what was it like during the 2021 season with all the restrictions for COVID? Yeah, so during the 2020 season, you know, for us, uh, the first – usually six weekends are non-conference. So we're traveling, especially, you know, being from Buffalo, we're traveling down south, out west to some warm, warmer weather, bigger schools to get our games in. Um, so I think we were actually about to get on a bus to go play the University of Michigan when our athletic director came out and told us that uh, the season was banged. So that was pretty frustrating. Um, you know, I had a year left, so it wasn't – the end of the world for me, whereas some of the seniors who that was their last year of baseball and it just got taken away from them. I'm sure that was pretty tough on them. So that's really who I felt for. And then just coming back the next year, you know, we didn't play those non-conference games. So the season started a little later. We only played within our conference. We actually played two doubleheaders Saturday and Sunday. Um, so it was just different. You know, you couldn't, um, you had to travel in certain groups or hotel rooms were different. You had to wear masks everywhere. You know, practices were limited. It was just, you know, as the whole world was, not just our baseball team. Everything was up in the air. No one really knew what was going on. So uh, there was always uncertainty revolving the season. So it was hard to get comfortable, hard to get into a, into a rhythm. Uh, so that's also part of the reason why I wanted to come back is, you know, have a real true full season again. What um, what What's like probably the best program or team you've had to play against in your career? Ooh, that's a good question. You know, if you ask me in a few days, I might have a different answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> but honestly, I would say that my sophomore year when we played Indiana University, they had a special team. Um, they had a pitching staff that was very good. They have a ton of draft picks in their lineup. Um, and they just smoked us for four games straight. <laughs> um, so Indiana University is good. When we went down to Notre Dame, uh, they had some big time players. Uh, we played the University of Kentucky, who uh, their Friday starter, left handed pitcher Zach Thompson, was, I think he went 14th overall that year. He was a lefty throwing 94 95 with really good off speed. So, um, you know, for us, smaller teams in the smaller conferences, to go play these big schools is, is a lot of fun um, just to have that experience. You know, whether we compete, win a game, don't win a game, you know, we always can take something out of it and. Um, especially enjoy the environment and um, just kind of everything surrounding the game. 
only two teams in the past 25 years have made it to the College World Series as a four seed, and it's been, I think, 10 years since the last one. Do you, th- do you mm-hmm. all think you can get it done? You know, in ba- <laughs> sorry, in, it's funny. In baseball, you can hit the ball hard every time up, and it goes right at guys, and, you know, you sit back down. Or you could have little – a uh, little swinging bunt to third base, a little blue pit that falls in. You could run into a hot pitcher. So in our minds, you know, anything can happen. We have a really talented group, a skilled group, and a really close group that wants to play for each other, has a lot of fun doing it. Um, you know, we're we're always doing stuff together on and off the field, and we're just a really, really tight group of guys. So just taking that energy and that mentality in, you know, we, we fully believe that anything can happen. If our bats get hot and our pitching does its job and we execute what we want to execute, um, you know, there's no doubt in my mind that anything can happen. But at the same time, you know, there's a reason why there's only been two four seeds that have made it onto the Super Regional or Omaha or whatever it was. Um, you know, these big-time programs, big schools, they're, they are the way they are because of the skill and the talent they have. So it's definitely going to be a very, very uphill battle. Um, so we're just going to – compete as much as we can and we're going to enjoy this experience and you know whatever happens happens it's it's kind of odd that if you look at how college baseball is run right now the geographical areas you can see there's a lot more better teams towards the south and stuff and you have to play Ole Miss potentially and you're gonna be playing Miami what, what is it like preparing for those two teams two two um storied programs yeah, you know, those, <laughs> those two and even Arizona, they're, you know, we got a Pac-12 team, an SEC team, and an ACC, ACC team. Um, so playing them, you know, it's just you got to you gotta worry about yourself. You can't be intimidated because you're playing these big-time programs that's, that are going to have all these draft picks and big stars. We just got to worry on um, – just kind of focus on what we need to focus on and what we need to do and playing our game. And, you know, if that comes out good in the end for us, then, you know – then we'll be happy, but we definitely have to execute. Um, we have to stick to our plan and not give them anything. You know, for those teams to beat us, they're going to have to earn it. Um, and that's kind of a big thing that we've been saying is, you know, we can't beat ourselves. We have to let them, like, they're going to beat us and they're going to earn it. Um, so, you know, it'll be, it'll definitely be cool to, you know, tell your kids about one day and see all the future MLB players that you played against. But, for now, we're going in there as they're just another team, and we're going to battle, and we're going to do everything we can to win that game. Hot teams run well in the regionals and super regionals. Brings me to mind when NC State last year pulled off the mm-hmm. unbelievable against Arkansas, who looked unbeatable all year. Mm-hmm. Um, how, does it, how does it feel to end the season on a six-game win streak? Yeah, I know. We definitely have a lot of momentum going into this tournament. Um the bats are our bats are hot pitching's doing well we're coming we're really coming together as a team um kind of in all facets of the field even off the field so we're just all excited we're ready to play ready to go out there have some fun give it our all and you know we're just gonna keep doing what we've been doing and you know stick to our game plan and have some fun doing it so that's kind of where we're at what's it like going into this regional are y'all y'all trying to not think about it as much is it kind of nervous feeling what what's it like in the clubhouse right now no I'm gonna be honest there's no nerves whatsoever <laughs> we're all playing loose we're having fun we're just taking in the whole experience and enjoying it and we're gonna go out there like I said play loose play fun be confident and 
you know, we're going to, we're going to give it our all. I can tell you that we coming in here, we're expected to lose every game. Uh, and we're probably expected to lose every game, uh, you know, not by a slim margin. So we really have absolutely nothing to lose. So we're just going to go out there, give it our all and try and put some pressure on them and make them realize that we can play. What's it like switch hitting? Yeah, I, you know, so I've been switch hitting ever since I was, ever since I really picked up a bat. So by this point in my career, both sides feel, feel natural. Um, so for me, it just, it gets me away from that lefty, lefty or righty, righty curveball that comes at you and makes you dance in the box. So um, it's also very, it's hard to, um, I guess, compartmentalize both your swings and kind of think about them as two completely different swings instead of just, all right, one thing works swinging lefty, so I'm going to do it righty and hope that it works. There's a lot more work that goes into it because you really are two separate hitters. Um, but, you know, when you're seeing the ball well, you're seeing the ball well from the left side, from the right side. It doesn't matter. Um, I just go up there and do what I can. It doesn't matter if they throw a lefty or a righty. You know, I'll put on whichever helmet I'm going to put on and I'll I'll be ready to hit. Do you have like a, a one side's more powerful than the other and one side's more of a, a get get on base contact? Honestly, not really. Um, I definitely have <laughs> some strengths and weaknesses from each side. Um, but in terms of contact, power, um, swing and miss rate, I wouldn't say any of that's more special from one side to the other. You know, sometimes you're, you know, once one side will feel hot, feel really good. So, you know, if you're say my righty swing is doing really well and, um, I'm starting a game, they're throwing a righty and I'm over two lefty. I'm like, all right, no, I wouldn't mind if they bring in a lefty pitcher here. Um, so it also, you know, gives me a little added confidence when I'm switching it up and if I can do both ways and. You know, it's funny to see sometimes I'll be coming up to the plate and they'll switch pitchers to go from a, you know, a lefty to a righty or whatever matchup they're looking for. And then, you know, you come up in a big spot and get a hit. And it's like, all right, you probably should have left me the other way. Um, but it's just fun to see, you know, the strategy that goes into it from other teams' side. Um, but for me, you know, it doesn't matter, lefty or righty. I'm just. I've thought about my question a little bit more. Have you ever right. thought of what it's like being the guy that Miami pitchers and Ole Miss pitchers are going to be worried about this weekend? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a, it's a cool, it's a cool thought, a cool feeling that they're doing their scouting report on you. You know these pitchers who have had, you know, good success their whole lives, and these programs, these big time programs that, you know, are at where they're at because of their success. Um, you know, it's cool to think that they're out there scouting us, um, looking at our hitters, seeing our strengths, our weaknesses, and you know, it's just all about the competition. You know, um, we're doing the same thing for them, so. I'll be ready for whatever they throw at me. Um, and, you know, they're going to do the same. So it is cool, though, to think that they're, um, you know, might try and uh, throw certain pitches and, you know, don't want you to, don't want to see the long ball out of you. So, um, no, it'll just be – I'm just really excited to compete. You know, whatever they got, I'll, I'll do my best with. And, you know, we'll see who's got the better stuff on that day. And that's baseball. Who are you – from either any team in your regional, who would you be most excited to, to try and get a hit against? That's a good question. You know, I, I don't know his name exactly, but I've heard Miami's closer. Is, um, <laughs> I know he's an All-American and he's throws pretty hard and maybe runs it up to close to triple digits or something. Um, and, you know, people say he's the most unhittable closer in the country. And whenever, as a hitter, you hear that, it's, you know, like, I want to face him. You know, give me him. So, 
hopefully we're in a spot where it's a close enough game where, you know, they're able to bring them in because that would mean we're doing well and that would mean, you know, it means something. So I would love to see him. You know, I always want to see the best pitching and the best matchups and go from there because it's, you know, it's always fun to compete. It's always fun to see what happens and, you know, be able to tell those stories that, hey, I got a hit off him or him or, hey, he struck me out on three pitches and made me look silly and now look where he is. So, um, yeah, I think Miami's closer is, is the one that I'd, I'd say. Any um, but before this weekend, who's been the best player that you've played against? I know you said you played against Matt Brash. Is there anyone else in particular? Yeah, I mentioned this earlier, but the um the left-handed pitcher Zach Thompson from Kentucky, he was their Friday guy. I think he went 14th or 15th overall. Um, he was he was legit. He was a really good pitcher. Um, when we played Notre Dame, they had a pitcher that. Um, their closer was like 98 to 101 with a 93-mile-per-hour slider. <laughs> um, so, you know, like I said, all those matchups, are, they're fun. It's always fun to get in the box against those guys and see what happens, see what you can do. Um, you know, we've played against a lot of good talent over the years, and those are just kind of the few from a hitting standpoint that, that come to mind. What's the, the go-to meal before a game? Does it change or is it always like the same thing? I know when maybe when you play earlier, it's going to be different than if you play at night. Yeah, you know, we usually um, usually don't have night games. Um, our typical game is usually, you know, 12 or 3. Um, so we'll, we, we eat a lot of subs. Um, it's kind of something easy in the road. I got a sub right next to me right now before we head to dinner later. Um, so it's kind of like it's not always our choice what we're going to eat. Yes, yeah. we're given options, but it's not like it's um, – you know, the same thing every time. Whereas when we're at home and we're playing on our field um, and say we got a 12 o'clock game, I can make myself a nice, a nice breakfast, the same thing every morning, but especially we're on the road where our options are a little more limited, but you know, our coaching staff and everyone involved in the program does a really good job of giving us options. But um, personally, I like to get carbs in me before the game. Um, just, you know, keep that energy throughout. What, what got you into baseball and what's, what's your been your inspiration? Uh, my dad definitely got me into baseball. He was a ball player um, growing up his whole life. So, um, you know, he got me into the game literally as long as I can remember. So he's always pushed me for it and, you know, worked with me, coached me to be better. And, you know, he's really the one who has, you know, allowed me to really grow to love this game. If you could play for one MLB team, what MLB team would you want to play? Easy answer, the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> I'm a huge Red Sox fan. Love Fenway Park. Love everything about the city. So, I would love to put that jersey on. Nice. It's a good place. I like Boston, too. Mm -hmm. Well, that's all I got for you. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me and reach out. You know, it's a really cool experience. You know, especially these, you know, players at our smaller schools, we usually don't get any sort of, uh, you know, media time, people reaching out, but I actually just had a, a press conference that I did down at Miami. Um, and, and, you know, that was pretty cool. They have the bright lights on you, questions being asked. But, um, you know, I appreciate you reaching out and taking the time to talk to me. Yeah, it, it's all good. I mean, you need to be recognized. You're batting 350 with, what, 20 home runs, something like that, 15? Uh, yeah, not so many. You got a lot of RBIs, but <laughs> not as many home runs. <laughs> Thank Putting you. in that work. Yep. <laughs> I. See ya. All right. Thanks, man. Talk to you later.